Okay, so thank you, Ryan, for, for taking this time to do this interview with us. Um, we're very happy to have you, to have you here today. Um, perhaps a question to, to, to start off today's interview. How does one get into the sport? How does one does get into the kind of field that you're in? Hmm, thank you, Daniel. Thank you for the invitation. I really appreciate that you asked me for this interview, and it's really my pleasure to share with you and our viewers um, yeah, what, how I live sport. So how does one get into the sport? We, we are talking about trail running now. Trail running is, uh, is running, but on various terrains, on the trails, um, could be anywhere actually, could be on a beach, could be uh, in the forest, on the mountains. So it's uh, trails in the outdoors. Uh, I think one ends up in the sport first, if you have a, a passion for exploration, a love for the outdoors, and you need to enjoy running, of course. Um, I think running is a, is a basic movement which, um, which humans are meant to be doing. So if you see kids, when they grow up, kids are always running. They, they run and they don't get tired and they just run, 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 run. And then when we grow into adults, for some reason, we stop. It's probably because of our kind of lifestyle. But actually, um, humans are made to, to run. Uh, humans, by evolution, are endurance animals. So um, I think it's something innate in us to be running in, uh, in the outdoors. So it's, uh, yeah, for me to, to run any distance in the countryside is a very natural thing to do. Okay. You mentioned the number of terrains, like, uh, some of them not even part of our local local climate. Kind of, you mentioned uh, in the mountains. Uh, do you have any particular preference or particular terrains which you find harder or or, or more challenging, perhaps? Uh, I mean, trail running is, is something that, we, um, at least for me, I I I, I don't know much much about it. So so, guide me through it, actually. Yes, uh, well, in Malta, trail running um, historically does not go much far. It's not in our culture uh, to be trail running. However, in Europe and especially mountain, mountainous areas, trail running is quite an old sport because people ran on the trails and they ran up mountains since always. Um, in Malta, it's uh, quite a new sport, but that doesn't mean that we lack trails. Yes, we do lack mountains, but it doesn't mean that there is no trails to run on. Malta has a lot of trails. Um, there are really beautiful trails, coastal trails. Uh, and well, it's a matter of your, your desire to go and explore them. They are free for all, they are in the public. So you just need to maybe have a look at the map, maybe keep your phone with you and just open an application uh, with a map and you can see the trails and where they are. And then, um, yeah, you just go and walk or, or run. Cool, cool, cool. And where did this, like you mentioned that kind of, as humans, we, we have this urge or this natural inclination to run, kind of ever since we were children, we, we just run. Um, and you called, um, and you called like endurance, you use the term endurance beings, endurance, like endurance is part of our nature, if I understood you correctly. And like, where did your urge come from? Where did like this put, uh, this inside want to, to, to start this, this sport, perhaps at an elite level, come from? 
Okay, so uh, since I was young, I always enjoyed running and moving. So I used to like uh, really enjoy going to the playground, El Bandli, and uh, well, hang on all the the equipment there. And also, I since a young age, I like to climb trees. Um, and then I played different sports. One of them is football. I played football for 15 years. Um, and up to age 25, I didn't know anything about trail running. I didn't know that the sport exists. So for me, running was road running and marathons. And to my head, it was quite boring. Like why people run on the roads? Roads are meant for cars. Anyway, so uh, then um, I went on a long distance trek in France. It's called the Tour de Mont Blanc. It's 160 kilometers and it goes around uh, Mont Blanc and it's trekking in the mountains. And uh, while I was trekking, I was just walking. I was seeing people who were running on these trails, trail runners. And I was so, so, so impressed. How the hell do these people run on these trails? And uh, it's hard for me even to, to walk up the mountain and these people are running up and running down. And uh, yes, I was so in awe about what I saw about, wow, how these people do it that I wanted to try. So uh, after this trek, I got myself a trail running shoes and I started, I started running on these. And uh, that's where this, uh, that's, that's how it all started. Okay. So uh, from Malta, I didn't know anything about trail running. Then I saw it live with my own eyes, people running up the mountains and I just started. And uh, then since today, I never looked back. So it was like this moment of, of, of inspiration, kind of seeing these, these athletes running, running up um, mountains or running up trails that usually we find it difficult to walk through, kind of, let alone to, to endure those conditions at a, high, at a high pace, kind of. And exactly. But as such, they were not, we can call them athletes, but they were normal humans who are used to running on the mountains. So as such, they are... They are not uh, like athletes or superhuman yeah. beings, just people like me and you who have practiced trail running for some time. And of course, you, uh, they, got, they got used to it. They became good at it. Like girls in life, if you practice it often, you become, you become good at it. Okay. Kind of, you hinted towards the next question, kind of, how does one go from, you mentioned that you practiced uh, football for 15 years and then you moved on to the sport. How does one go from an, uh, a team sport kind of to a more individualistic sport? How do you explain this transition kind of? Mm. Well, there wasn't a straightforward transition. Uh, there was a lot of time in between. So it was not like uh, until today I'm playing football, the next day I start a new sport. Uh, so I played football because, well, in Malta, that's what I had available like many other uh, young Maltese youth, boys and girls, so uh, they go, uh, they play football. Football is definitely much more in, in the Maltese culture. It's much more normal to play football here. Yes. Um, but yeah, at a certain age, I stopped football maybe because it wasn't my, my real passion, although I enjoyed it. Yes. And um, being in a team sport really has a lot of advantages and a lot of things to learn as a person. So playing in a team sports like football really uh, helps you a lot in, in your personal development. 
But um, yeah, I stopped football. And then later, maybe four, three or four years later, I discovered trail running. So um, it was a very long process until I stopped one sport. Then I had a period of not practicing anything. Well, I was playing, but uh, I was doing sports, but yeah, easy, uh, once yeah. in a while, you know, a few times a week. And then in trail running, I, I discovered my, my calling. So I found something that I was extremely passionate about. And by that, I mean, when you discover something that you're really passionate about, it's something that you give it a lot of time and energy every day. It's something that you think of when you wake up in the morning, during the day, before you sleep. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be sport. It can be arts, music, uh, cooking, whatever. Maybe your career, studies, anything. For me, it was really running. Yes. Kind of. It feels like it was a kind of uh, an instant, instant uh, relationship, kind of. The, the relationship. It was an instant spark with the sport, the way you speak about it. Um, Maybe you were saying yes. also that there was a moment of, of where you were reflecting kind of whether this football wasn't giving you what you were looking for at that moment. You had that moment, the transition moment, you mentioned three years or something. And you, you, you eventually fell in love with, with this sport. Yes, exactly. And also, um, I was always a big fan of mountains. Mm-hmm. Mountains are... Uh, well, very beautiful, but they give us humans a very ex- extreme challenges. Mountains make you feel small. Uh, and I really enjoy this feeling and I enjoy being in the mountains. So trail running gave me even more purpose to visit the mountains, to be on the mountains, to explore the mountains. Uh, whereas before I used to walk in the mountains that take, take me, and it takes me a whole day, to climb a mountain and back. Now I started to run, which means that you do the same distance in a shorter time, which means you can explore even more. So for me, um, to go from trekking to trail running uh, gave me more um, liberty to explore even more. Yes, and whilst whilst hearing you, kind of, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of thinking. It's very different to what happens in a football pitch, for instance, where a small footballer appears to be much bigger physically than, than he actually is because every spotlight is on him. Whilst in the mountain, kind of, you, you feel smaller because the mountain is so large. So there is a huge dis- a distinction between kind of what happens in, in during football kind of and what happens in trail running, for instance. I'm using f- football because it's the sport that you mentioned before. It's like one of yeah. one of them. You you appear to be bigger than you actually are in the stadium, kind of. And the other one, there's a contrast. Yes, I think both sports with their own beauties are on different sides of the spectrum. Uh, in football, uh, you are part of a team. Uh, you have a coach. You have uh, other players. It's a, it's a chain. In in a sport like running, you are your own limits and just yourself. So you and yourself and time and really you are your own boss and you take it wherever you want to take it. You can go for a trail run and just really take it easy and spend maybe one hour, two hours, three hours, go wherever you want. Or else you can 
push your limits and go hard in the sense that you can go fast or find a hidden route. Um, for me, I like, well, both. I like the easy, uh, easy running part because um, you have more time to enjoy the beautiful outdoors. But I also really enjoy the competitive part of running. And the competitive part is where you compete against time and yourself. Uh, and running also taught me that the limits of a human being are, well, infinite. Because your limits today will be the, well, the reality of tomorrow. So let's say I thought that today something is, well, really hard to reach. It's my limit. But I will keep pushing until tomorrow I reach this limit. And then tomorrow I do another new limit. So that means that uh, actually humans are really, 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 really strong. And we can really push ourselves beyond what we think uh, we are, we are cap capable to do. Whilst listening to you, I'm kind of t telling myself the way that you're saying that you're your own boss, kind of, and that you have to be the one who chooses how to approach the sport, kind of. I'm, I'm telling myself, it takes a lot of responsibility to be in, in, in trail running, kind of. You are the main motivator of yourself. And you have a lot of control within your hands. And I, th I think that's quite tough, at least for me. Yes, well, uh, we already talked about this uh, passion and desire. With, with running and this individual sports, yes, it, it comes from within you and you, you, you need to, <laughs> well, you have to push yourself to, to do it. Um, but it's not only about pushing and it's not always hard. Most times it's, it's simply beautiful and uh, people maybe need some time to realize how good a run feels. And this good feeling comes from endorphins. It comes from, well, from, from our body. It's like any other exercise. So I ask the public if they notice before they do a session or, or any training, can be anything, we don't feel like it. Like, oh, I have to go to training, I don't feel like it, lots of excuses. Then we do the session and after the session, we are so proud, we feel good. And we say, "Wow, man, this was really satisfying." Yeah. Uh, and when 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 you really realize that it's so worth it to do a run or to to do a training session, then hopefully it becomes part of your your routine. Yes. And to me, this is this is routine now. So um, I go for a run as such, not always to push my limits, but to get this free, pure pleasure that my body is giving me through through hormones like endorphins. Okay, um, kind of, it leads me to ask kind of, uh, because you're speaking about going for a run and the fact that there isn't like a fixed routine, kind of like, again, if we go to certain team sports, you have a certain time when you'll be training and with, with this kind of sport, it's like you who, who has to set the time, you have, who has to know, to motivate yourself. I ask kind of how, how much time does it consume and uh, how, how does it impact your daily life? The fact that you have to manage. Yes, with regards to time, it depends on you again. So, uh, well, you can go for a run twice a week. So that takes, let's say, two hours per week. Or you can go for a run every day. 
or twice a day. So uh, it depends where where you want to take it. Um, if you run once or twice a week, or if you practice any sport once or twice a week, your level will will stay the same. So you will you might see some improvement, but not a big improvement. If you have a desire to improve yourself, you need to practice that thing more often. So in sports, any sport, not just running, um, there's a very simple equation. The more time and energy you invest in your sport, the, the bigger the rewards, the better the results. And the same in my sport, um, the more hours you practice doing a sport, the, the better will be your ability to deal with the same sport. So um, if you go for a run and usually, let's say 10 kilometers, and it takes you approximately one hour, if you do it very often, after a short while, after a few weeks, the same 10 kilometers, you will do it quicker and quicker and quicker. It's simply because our body adapts. Our bodies is really uh, strong. You just need to practice and uh, your body becomes better. So with time, personally as an athlete, and I'm very competitive and I like to take it to the elite international level, it takes me around 14 to 16 hours a week. So that's approximately two hours per day. And the two hours are not uh, in sequence every day. So most days I train twice a day. For example, today I already had a short run this morning and later in the evening I have a longer run. Tomorrow will be a short cycle in the morning, long run in the evening. Thursday will be one session. Sunday, for example, can be two or three hour run. So that varies according to the individual. Okay. Okay. And kind of there's a lot of time as as if you want to take it to the to the elite level, as you said, and I, I firmly agree with this with any sport kind of the the equation that you presented makes a lot of sense. Kind of the the and I don't I don't I think it applies not only to sport but it applies also to life. To, to yes, the, exactly. The more the more effort you put into something, the the bigger the, the reward, kind of. Exactly. Even in career, anything. Yes, and and I am. I would ask, kind of, uh, if you had to put it into a few words, kind of, what do you get out of your sport, kind of, Ryan? What, what, if you had to sum up, what you get from the sport, what you get from a day's training, or that feeling? What, what would you tell us, kind of? For sure, I feel stronger, physically and mentally. I feel fitter. I. Therefore, I, I am more confident. Um, it gives me a purpose to live. It gives me a reason to, to get myself moving. Uh, it gives me a reason to set goals and chase them. Um, it's, it gives me a reason to, to chase my dreams. Um, because after all, you are investing in yourself, in your body. You are building yourself and making yourself stronger. And sports, that's something really, uh, well, something that I love about sports because you are investing in, in yourself, in your body. And um, well, in a few words, I really enjoy taking my body and mind to newer limits 
always. So no once I reach a new limit, I want to go beyond it and beyond it and beyond it and train harder and go beyond it. The way you speak about it, it as though it, it kind of um, goes beyond what what Ryan experiences just in sport. It kind of transpires into Ryan's life. Um, it gives you a certain sense of accomplishment. We're saying a certain sense of, um, you mentioned, um, uh, it gives you a reason to live. Um, mm -hmm. which is which is a, a very strong word kind of and uh, i mean this is the kind of impact that we're we're talking about when it comes to what one gets out of this work um, and i think probably the qualities that we get um, apply a lot to life apply uh, the, the, the dedication i mean exactly mm -hmm. it becomes a lifestyle and uh, you you become well uh, I speak for myself, but I see this in many sports people. You will be very thirsty to reach your goals. And uh, well, then it becomes your, your way of life. And this involves being very disciplined, very meticulous. You are more careful with what you eat, how you rest, how much you rest, how much you take care of your body, quality time for yourself. You don't you try to not um, allow external things to stress you, whether that is a, maybe a relationship with a friend or a career or a boss or some problems. You discover what, is, what should be in your life and what shouldn't and yeah. what quality you want from your life. Yes. And kind of... I could, I could, I can also imagine that, and something that that exists not not on its own, kind of a, something which exists throughout your life. There must be highs and there must be lows as well, kind of. And I know it. If you had to look at a chart, it would be like high, low, high, low, low, high, low. You know. But if you had to share with us, kind of a, a high and a low that that you've been through in your in your sport, kind of. Um, like the kind of the high a high point uh, throughout your sporting career and a low point maybe I don't know. Definitely, you are correct that in sports and in life in general, it's always a high and low, a high and low. This is life. So, but what is for sure is when we experience lows, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. After the storm, the sun always come out. So lows is part of uh, of everything. And uh, in sports, I think the biggest low is injuries, because injuries <laughs> you have to halt, you have to stop what you're doing to allow time for your body to to recover and to fix the damages from the injury. That is the low lowest point, I guess, because you're always building, 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 and then stumbling block injury and well humans get injured even if you are very cautious and you train uh, and build up slowly at some point we get injured so it's it's it goes part and parcel with with, with uh, athlete life high points from sports and from my sport oh so so many to mention but uh, probably the highest points would be um doing races and racing in different countries in really beautiful mountain ranges. Um, for example, last year, 
the Mountain Running World Championships in Argentina, in Patagonia, and uh, I represented Malta. I was one of the, the national uh, team, mountain runners, and uh, we raised in Argentina, for example. Uh, along the year, usually I compete in, in many trail races around the world. Uh, so through my sports, I travel as well, and I am lucky enough to, to run in really beautiful places on earth. And this is, well, I, I feel privileged that I can go and explore these places and then just, uh, just be there. Okay, cool. And it's like you mentioned those low points, those injuries and those high points as well. And like throughout these, these meaningful experiences, because even our low points are, are meaningful experiences in our lives. Um, they have a support system to, to take you through, through this ride. Do you have like anyone who, who you go to or you share these moments with perhaps? Or? Yeah, yes. Um, to take it to, to such a level, you, it's very hard to do it alone or probably it's well, close to impossible to, to do it by yourself. Um, the key person in my support system is definitely my coach. My coach is uh, not just the person that guides you in your training program, but is a mentor. And um, the coach supports you also um, emotionally and psychologically. For example, when I have lows, not related to injury, but let's say my motivation is lacking, the coach, will know what to tell you at the right time, the right words at the right time. So that's very important to, to keep you motivated and going. Support system always at home with whoever you live, be it a partner or a family, it's important to have a, a safe environment, safe in the sense that it's stress-free because it's, it's very hard to deal with being an athlete's training at such a level, having a full-time job as I do, plus going home and finding um, stress or, or problems. So that will make life really, really, really difficult. Um, at home, ideally, you need to have um, a calm and uh, you, need, you need to have calm environment and it has to be peaceful. So uh, I'd like to thank uh, my family and also my girlfriend and uh, also my coach, who they are the main people which I see most often. My friends as well, but um, well, I, I don't see my friends so often. So uh, because being, a, being an athlete sometimes requires a lot of sacrifices. For example, uh, you, you can't really go out much because um, alcohol is not good for us. So um, it's better to stay away from, um, from alcohol. Uh, long nights means that your night will be short, so you don't rest enough. So uh, I cannot go out uh, for long night outs. I would, I need to sleep early so that my my body can rest, and then the next morning I can wake up to train. So yeah, it's not easy, but uh, definitely support system is crucial for an athlete to keep performing. And I think if there was something which emerged throughout this interview, kind of, that, that the sport does not lie in a kind of bubble, 
um, it, it go it, it links very much with life kind of it, it links with, with your support system it links with the skills you learn from sport you take them to life as well there are a lot of parallels so I think I think um, it's 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 very incorrect maybe to to look at sport as something separate from us but rather a part, a part it's a part of us a part of how we live um, yes uh, absolutely uh, I as as we started this this interview um, humans are meant to be moving humans are meant to be not just running but active and sports is activity so well it should be incorporated in our life and people know as soon as you um, start to get lazy and inactive your body shows you that it's unhappy it's and, and you see differences with your own eye and you feel them you go up the stairs and you are breathless the weight balance starts to, to, to increase kilos these are not good signs maybe you, you get sicker sick more often so these are all signs that the body is showing you hey uh, maybe this is not the right lifestyle. Give me some activity. Okay. Thank you. Right. Before we finish, kind of, I have a, I have a question. Um, perhaps, what tips would you give, right, um, to, to aspiring trail runners, kind of, and what's your philosophy? Kind of? mm -hmm. to, to get moving and to run, everyone can do it. It, it doesn't need any special technique or training or any practice at all because when we're young we run so you can do it now all you need is guys get a running shoes get the shorts and go out and as a small tip to those who are starting plan ahead your week so when the week starts know when you will go for your sport for your training for a run if Monday you're full, say, okay, Tuesday, either before work or after work, this is my time. This is my sports time. You need to know exactly when you will do your sport. Because if, if you leave it open, then, well, day by day, you are busy, you bring excuses, you need to do errands, you are tired, and you end up not doing any sport. So for those who enjoy the outdoors, well, trail running is free. All you need is just a pair of shoes, time, and some motivation. So go and do it. Thank you, Hafner. Thank you for your, for your, for your time. Um, you gave us a lot of good points. Um, you, I can tell very much how, how, how passionate you are about the sport and the way that you, you speak so, so so profoundly and so so in depth about about what it gives you and the connection you have with sport has always been something I've I followed and something I liked. Um, so on my behalf, I would like to thank you for your time, but also I'd like to encourage you to keep on doing what you are doing.